0: This is an ABC podcast. Clocks have been around for thousands of years. But now, scientists have worked out how to use them to measure not just time, but height. Now, way back in the old days, we measured time by looking at the sky. For example, using the position of the sun we soon invented sundials and water clocks. The first mechanical clocks appeared in Europe around the 1300s. By the mid-1700s, clocks were accurate enough to help mariners navigate and calculate their distance around the Earth. But how can a clock measure height? Well, you might remember Doctor Who saying that time is all wibbly-wobbly. It is not constant. And yes, Doctor Who was correct because he was echoing Einstein. It followed from the special theory of relativity. Einstein told us that the passage of time is affected by both speed and gravity. And as an everyday example, GPS satellites would be uselessly inaccurate if they did not use Einstein's theories. The Global Positioning System, or GPS, is a network of a few dozen satellites orbiting the Earth at around 14,000 kilometres per hour and about 20,000 kilometres above the surface. They continuously broadcast their exact position and their exact time, which they get from a super-accurate atomic clock on board. Once the GPS in your car or smartphone receives the signal from four or more satellites, it uses simple geometry to work out your location to an accuracy of five metres or less. Einstein's 1905 special theory of relativity tells us that the faster you travel, the more your clock will slow down. Hard to believe, but totally true according to the formula mentioned before for example gps satellites orbit at a speed of around 14000 kilometers per hour relative to the ground einstein's maths tells us that their super accurate atomic clocks will run slower than clocks sitting stationary on the ground how much slower well, they will lose around 7 millionths of a second or 7 microseconds each day. But there's something else affecting GPS satellites. They are 20,000 kilometres above the Earth's surface. The Earth's gravitational field weakens with distance, so the satellites experience a weaker gravitational field. Einstein's 1915 General theory of relativity says that time is affected by gravity. The stronger your gravitational field, the more time will slow down. For example, over a human lifetime of about 80 years, your feet, which are closer to the center of the earth, will be about half a microsecond younger than your head, which is further from the center of the earth and therefore in a weaker gravitational field. Now, GPS satellites are about 20,000 kilometres above the surface of the Earth, and so they experience a weaker gravitational field than we do. Compared to our clocks down here on the ground, the clocks in GPS satellites gain about 45 microseconds each day. So when you factor in the 7 microseconds lost from speed and the 45 microseconds gained from weaker gravity, overall the clocks in GPS satellites tick faster and gain about 38 microseconds each day relative to our atomic clocks down here on the ground. But thanks to Einstein who predicted this we deliberately fudge the atomic clocks in the GPS satellites so that we down here on the ground know our position accurate to five metres or better. But if we did not fudge the clocks in the GPS satellites, by the end of just one day, the position they would give us would be wrong, by about 10 kilometres. One of the early experiments on this happened back in 1971. Two scientists used seatbelts to hold a pair of atomic clocks in the seats of a Boeing 747 jumbo. They then flew around the world with their clocks. And sure enough, when they accounted for their speed and height, the times shown by their atomic clocks matched Einstein's predictions. Atomic clocks have only gotten more accurate. In 2010 scientists were able to detect the clocks speeding up when they were lifted by a tiny elevation of just 30 centimetres, or one foot. And in 2022, they used the element strontium-87 to improve this even further. They cooled 100,000 atoms of strontium-87 to about 100 billionths of a degree above absolute zero, and then separated them into two layers, like pancakes. The layers of atoms were about a millimetre apart. Scientists observed the atoms in the upper pancake layer oscillated faster because they were in a weaker gravitational field. And so now, thanks to these strontium-87 pancakes, we have clocks that can measure changes in the passage of time caused by going up or down a tiny one millimetre. These super, super accurate atomic clocks are so precise that you would have to wait 300 billion years for them to be off by even one second. And they have some surprising uses. Suppose you're worried that a volcano might reawaken and explode. You could put one of these clocks on the side of the volcano, and it would tell you if the volcano bulged or shrank by just one millimetre. You could even use atomic clocks to explore under the Earth's surface, using gravitational fluctuations as a guide. And there will be surely many, many more uses for these super, super super-accurate clocks. Uses we can't even conceive at the moment. Running late could become a thing of the past. Although tardiness might be trickier to handle than volcanic eruptions.